Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hi, everybody. This episode of Podcasting Smarter is marketing tips and tricks for your podcast. What we'll cover in this episode includes promoting your podcast, first impressions, audiograms, podcast-specific hashtags, understanding social media, podcast-specific groups and events, cultivating a community, cross-promotion, email, and a lot more. Stay tuned, and here we go. Hello and welcome. This is Norma Jean Belenke, the head of events here at Podbean, and today I'm joined by Ronnie Gosh, our podcast specialist. We're here to talk about promoting your podcast. We've got 11 tips and tricks to really help you get the word out there for your podcast. So let's get into it. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Norma Jean. How's it going? Pretty good. So first off, let's talk a little bit about why you want to promote your podcast. Like, What are the benefits? Absolutely. So when it comes to promoting your podcast, it's really like the bread and butter of having a podcast because that's how you find your audience. That's how you find uh, sponsors. That's how you find your uh, connections amongst the podcasting community. Because if you just publish your episode and then you don't do anything with it, you don't let people know on social media, you don't talk about it, nobody is going to know about your episode. Uh, Apple Podcast has over 2 million podcasts registered within their directory. So it will behoove you to promote your podcast or at least talk about it a bit on your assorted social media channels so you can ensure that you're reaching the audience that you know you're meant to be reaching. Absolutely. So let's get into it. What are some of these tips? So we have a wide variety of different tips available, but the first tip that I always recommend to people when you are promoting your podcast is that remember that first impressions matter. When you're running your podcast, you're doing everything. So you're the content creator, you're the editor, you're the IT guy, but you're also the CEO. You're the person who handles the mail. You're the person who handles support. So if anything comes up with your podcast or if anybody wants to know more about your podcast, you are going to be that point person. And so you want to remember that you want to be as kind as possible or be as just as friendly as possible to you know, let people know that you are a kind and friendly person. If somebody comes up and they're like, oh, this is my first time meeting you. I'm so interested in your podcast and you snap at them. Or if you have a bad day and you take it out on them, they're not going to want to be your fan anymore. <laughs> so you have to remember yeah. that first impressions really do matter. No matter where you're at, whether you're at a con, whether you're on Twitter, whether somebody just ran into you at your favorite comic book store and they're like, oh, my God, it's you, the guy from the podcast. If you're just like, forget it, I don't want to talk to you. You're losing a fan. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important to to be the, I guess, the face of your podcast in that way and the voice of it. So making sure that you really foster a community and the audience that you want to grow within your podcast. Now, I want to pivot a little bit and talk about some of the resources that are out there for podcasters. Let's start with audiograms. Oh my gosh, audiograms are my favorite thing. We discovered them just a, a year or two ago, and they're a great way to diversify your social media feed, whether you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anything like that. Uh, it 
allows you to create video snippets of your podcast, whether you're audio, video, anything like that. Uh, you can do like video type elements where you have some animations going. You can have just text playing that show what's being said in your uh, podcast clip there. But it diversifies your feed and it entices people to come in and check out your content. And it also gives people a small sample of the kind of content that you're producing. So, for example, if somebody is like retweeting your audiogram or resharing your audiogram and someone who had never heard of you before gets a hold of it, they have a chance to take a listen to some of the content you're putting out. And that can be their first introduction to the rest of your podcast catalog. Yeah, absolutely. And some of this stuff sounds pretty basic, but it's really hard to cover all the bases when you're the CEO of your own podcast. So some of the other tips we have, especially on the social side, are create a podcast-specific hashtag for you, your audience, your users. So let's say your podcast was called Norma Jean and Ronnie's podcast. Your hashtag would be, you know, NJ and Ronnie pod, right? So it's something where you want to create something that's unique for your podcast. And what it really does is it creates a shorthand way of reaching out to other fans. So if you're using that hashtag, your fans will also be looking at that hashtag. They'll see stuff that you're posting. They'll see stuff that other fans are posting. And when outside people who are not part of your circle are seeing this hashtag, they'll be like, oh, I wonder what this is about. They'll be tempted to click on it and see what's going on. It also plays into that fear of missing out thing that's, you know, really big. So you want to create something that feels like an in-group for other people to want to be a part of. Absolutely. And social media just plays such a large part of how people hear about podcasts, how people stay updated, audience growth. There is so much on social media. And I think it's important we always talk about personal bandwidth here at Podbean. You know, what do you have the time for? What feels like something that's manageable for you sustainably with your audience? But there are a lot of platforms out there. And it's important also, if maybe you don't have a presence on a platform, you at least are aware that maybe some of your fans are there and talking about your show. Oh, absolutely. Um, one of my favorite podcasts is Wolf 359. Uh, we've talked to the creator, Gabriel Urbina, quite a few times within Podcasting Smarter, within our storytelling podcast events. When they were starting Wolf 359, they didn't really they didn't realize that the large portion of their audience was over on Tumblr, creating fan art, uh, investing in fan works, uh, organizing like group listens to podcast episodes that were just being released. And so you never know where your audience is going to be hanging out. And even if you don't want to invest into every single uh, social media platform, which you absolutely should not be doing anyways, because that is a lot to do if you're just like one or two people running a podcast, you do kind of want to check out, you know, any of the tags or any of the searches on any of the platforms that you're not on to see if you have your audience there. Absolutely. Absolutely, Ronnie. And I think it's something also where, you know, you got to find where your people are. And that really funnels into what we're talking about next. Um, let's talk about niching down on the whole internet because it's a big one. The internet's <laughs> a pretty huge place. Um, what are some tips for niching down, really finding your community and getting groups specific for your podcast? Absolutely. So across the internet, there's all kinds of message boards. Uh, there's places like Reddit, there's places like LiveJournal that create specific groups that you can only interact with if you are interacting with uh, or 
interacting with content that's based on that specific topic. So for example, Reddit has a couple different podcasting subreddits or just like subchannels where you can go in and ask technical questions, ask questions about podcast hosts. Uh, Live Journal, I know, has a couple different uh, groups where people get together just to talk about the craft of creating podcasts. And even just outside of the internet, which you should be getting off the internet every now and then just to you know, go enjoy things. Definitely look for, you know, physical meetups with, uh, you know, any of your local podcasters, socially distance, of course. Uh, look at different cons that might be going on to go interact with people who are in the industry and kind of it, in the same boat that you are in that they are creating podcasts and they're looking for their group to kind of hang out with and people that you can talk shop with. Absolutely. And then in regard to creating that community in person, there's a lot of podcast conferences and you say con for everybody out there. There are a plethora of podcast conferences where you can come in person, meet some of your favorite podcasters. We're usually at most of these events um, representing Podbean, talking about hosting and monetization solutions. So come say hi if you do go to a conference. Um, And I also want to jump in and talk about staying in contact via email and with newsletters. So speak a little bit about the importance of that. And I mean, it is a big undertaking, right? How, what the frequency is, you know, what is best considering personal bandwidth and what performs best for newsletters. Absolutely. With, when it comes to newsletters, uh, it is really one of those things that you kind of have to play around with to get the feel for, because you never know how much is going to be too much, how much is going to be too little. Uh, but we do recommend at least attempting or like getting into doing a newsletter, because it's a great way to reach out to your audience in a way that is not dependent on a social media platform. As we're all aware, sites like Instagram and Facebook can go down, and then you're kind of like at a loss. If you have a couple episodes coming out, or if you have something really big that you wanted to announce, and those are some of your biggest platforms, and they're down, you can't reach out to your audience in a timely manner. So by utilizing an email list in a way that just goes directly to somebody's email, they don't have to, you know, be on Twitter or on Instagram at a specific time, it goes directly to their email inbox, you are creating that direct line with your audience that is not going to disappear just because, you know, Facebook decided to go down for a day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also a more personal relationship, right? It's not something that pops up on people's feeds, but you're sending it directly to them to their inbox. So the psychology of email is a little bit different. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. And I also want to touch on, we're just, we're breezing through all these tips. And for everybody out there, (laughs) I do want to say, for everybody out there, I do want to say, we will have a post from our blog here in the show notes, where we go through all these tips and and tricks for promoting your podcast so that you can see it all in one place and go through it in your own time. We're just giving you a brief overview of some tips that have been helpful for many podcasters. I want to jump now very quickly into advertising. So podcast advertising is blowing up at an exponential rate. It's pretty exciting. And what are some ways that podcasts can monetize in terms of promoting their podcast? So when it comes to advertising, it's one of those things where everybody wants to get in on it on the advertisee side, where they want to be the one having the ads inserted into their podcast. However, one thing as a podcaster to consider is that if you are advertising your podcast on someone else's podcast, you're already 
doing 90% of the footwork of trying to find your audience by already reaching out to people who are engaging with podcasts. Uh, when it comes to podcast advertising, it's literally like within a percentage point of being as effective as television advertising. So it is one of the best ways to get the word out about your podcast. And by reaching out to an audience that's already listening to a podcast, you're ensuring that you're already like most of the way there to getting more people to checking out your content. You just have to make sure that you're, you know, doing a wide variety of different podcasts when you're, you know, running your advertising campaign and that you are making the best ad possible. Uh, we also have uh, several resources on how to create a podcast ad if you have any questions about that, because that is something that is a bit of an art in the same way as creating a podcast episode. But it is definitely something that will be absolutely beneficial to you and your content. Absolutely. And I don't think we talk about this a lot, but if you are a podcast, it is very helpful to advertise your podcast on other podcasts. So that's a huge one. And, you know, within your network, within other podcasts that are within the same niche or within your community, you can do ad swaps. You know, you guys can do interview swaps and, and be on each other's episodes as guests. There's a lot of opportunity there for cross promotion. So it's important to foster a community within your podcast niche as well. All right, Ronnie, I want to pivot a little bit now because I want to talk about podcast networks. After you've established connections within your podcast niche and community, what are the benefits of being part of a larger organization? Yeah. So when it comes to podcast networks, the thing to keep in mind is that a network's audience is going to be much, much wider than just a single podcast audience. So by being part of a network, whether it's and a couple of your podcast buddies that have, you know, decided to group together to be under one umbrella or you're something even bigger like uh, Geek and Sundry. They have many, many different podcasts. Uh, Rusty Quill has many different podcasts going on. Um whether it's you and your buddies or something like that, you can do things like cross promotion. You can be promoted in the same way that those other pod, that other podcasts in the network are promoted. So it just gives you more opportunities to have your content be put out for an audience that might not know about you. Absolutely. And if you get in with the right network and you have the download numbers, it also really helps in terms of ad revenue. But that's a, a bit of a different subject. Um, and lastly, today, I'd like to cover what people can do, what podcasters, I'm just going to say that. And lastly, for today, I'd really like to cover one of the most important aspects of keeping your audience happy, promoting your podcast, and that is content consistency. Absolutely. If uh, your content starts to dip in quality, that's when you kind of start to dip in audience. The best thing that you can do as a podcaster is to keep making your content as consistently as possible. Uh, you know, that's how you build up your audience. You stick to your regular schedule of recording, editing, and posting. You gain that, their trust in doing so. And then as you go to promote, your audience already has that trust in you, and they will help you promote as well. You know, so many people listen to podcasts because it's been recommended to them by a friend saying, hey, this podcast is really great. They put it out every other week and you can like rely on that schedule, you know, things like that. That's how you are getting your audience by word of mouth from your current audience who, you know, have that trust in you and from, you know, their friends, their family who have that trust in them. So you're really working with the trust that they've built up within their own community while they're kind of relying on the trust that you've built up with them. Absolutely. And I think it's something where 
whenever any of us podcasters and podcast listeners hear an amazing episode, we just want to tell everybody about it. So content is king. Well, thank you so much, Ronnie Gosh. This has been a fantastic episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you want to get in touch or have a question for the Podbean team, hit us up at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks again and happy podcasting, everyone.